Good evening. President Biden today defended his decision to withdraw U.S. forces from Afghanistan, saying he would not pass America's longest war to a fifth president. He also raised the number of U.S. troops deployed to evacuate Americans to roughly 5,000. This as the Afghan army, trained and financed by the U.S., collapses. Cities and places that have become familiar, including Kunduz, Kandahar, and now Mazari Sharif, have fallen like dominoes as Taliban forces sweep toward Kabul. CBS's Roxana Sabiri is in the Afghan capital tonight. Roxana, good evening. Good evening, Adriana. As the U.S. and other nations race to evacuate their citizens, heavy fighting has reached the outskirts of the capital, about 30 miles from here. <laughs> The Taliban blitz across Afghanistan shows no signs of slowing. They now control more than half of the country's major cities and are battling relentlessly for those that remain in government hands. Today, for the first time since the Taliban's recent victories, Afghan President Ashraf Ghani gave a televised address to the nation, calling on Afghan forces to keep fighting. But in city after city, those U.S.-trained troops are surrendering to the insurgents, sometimes without a fight, leaving behind military equipment like helicopters and Humvees. As the Taliban celebrate, the mood on the streets of Kabul is tense. Those who can escape are making a run for the airport. Others here seem resigned to a return to Taliban rule. We'll face an unknown future. You face an unknown future. Yeah. What will happen if the Taliban come? Will you stay in Kabul? Of course, we stay. There is no other option. Many Afghans tell us they're disappointed the U.S. is leaving their country, but they're angry at their own government for failing to protect them. Adriana? Yikes. 20 years lost, countless of lives taken, all for what exactly? We're going to get into it. So stay tuned for this episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, all right? Y'all. Welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Welcome to Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Himalaya, Google, um, wherever you were getting this from, I was about to say YouTube, but this ain't going on YouTube. This is a little too real for the tube, right? But if you are here from YouTube, shout out to you, all right? You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate each and every one of you from almost 40 countries around the world, which is insane, all right? It is insane that that many people from around the world want to listen to a girl from New York City just talk. <laughs> it just it amazes me all right but we're gonna get into this news clip that y'all just heard from cbs all right now i'm gonna give this disclaimer if you are not caught up to speed i highly suggest that you go back and listen to the podcast episode before this one the podcast episode before this one gets into more of detail as to what exactly is going on and why it may be going on okay now, as you heard in the update of this situation, things are escalating very quickly when it comes to the takeover of the Taliban in Afghanistan, all right? We need to pay very close attention as to what is going on here because it definitely affects us here at home where we now have 
up to 5,000 troops deployed from home here in the United States. If you were in the United States, 5,000 troops just went over there. I believe that is the number because at first it was 3,000, but they bumped it up to pretty much evacuate the U. The, uh, excuse me, to evacuate the U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan, all right? And they're trying to get this done within 36 hours, which is basically three days, and that was reported on August the 14th that they were giving themselves 36 hours to get everybody out. Now, initially, President Biden was bringing people out of Afghanistan from, I believe, April, okay? So the deadline to basically pretty much be fully evacuated out of the state is and was August 31st, all right? Biden is stating that it's still August 31st. I believe yesterday on my podcast, I may have said September, but listen, August 31st is pretty much the same as September, all right? End of the month. And to be quite honest with you, the way things are moving, I don't even think Biden has three days to get this shit done. I believe that by the end of this weekend, probably by Monday or maybe even to later on today, the Taliban may be pulling up in the city of Kabul. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And this city is heavily populated with about 4 million people in it and they're looking to overtake the capital now according to CBS and they actually have a reporter on site in Afghanistan right now going amongst the people interviewing the people and we'll get to that in a second but according to CBS the Taliban is looking to be about 30 miles off the offskirts of the major major capital city of Afghanistan, the capital of Afghanistan. They're 30 miles out, all right? 30 miles out, reportedly. Biden does not have three days before shit pop off. Everybody needed to be gone like yesterday, all right? Because this is really getting out of out of hand, all right? Now, I was watching some other CBS uh, coverage of this story, and, you know, they were pretty much grassroots and speaking to people who are Afghani that are living in uh, Kabul, which is the major city or the capital of Afghanistan. And a lot of people are pretty much fleeing. All right. They're headed to the international airport. They're getting the fuck out of there or they're staying and they're pretty much stating that they have no choice. And, you know, they're scared. The women feel as though they're going to die. A lot of the women are afraid that they're going to die, that um, they're going to completely take over. The president of Afghanistan pretty much spoke, and um, he really said much of nothing from what, what I heard. You know, and like I said on the podcast before, this is just giving, honestly, just vibes of Yemen mixed with Benghazi. If... We're not out in time and the Taliban completely moves in. All right. We already know where they're going when they get there. All right. And we could have another, another Benghazi issue on our hands. And it's reminiscent of Yemen because like I said in the previous podcast, you know, I believe it was president Hadi 
either President Salih or President Hadi that the Houthi rebels within Yemen, all right, who were basically influenced by Iran, they pretty much ran their own government out, all right? They ran President Hadi the fuck out of Yemen, and President Hadi took off to Saudi Arabia, all right? And this may be another situation where the government is going to fall. And initially, MSNBC was reporting that that may be within the next 30 days. That might be probably within the next couple of days from how this is going. All right. Now, not only do you have the United States pulling out, now you have the UK also pulling out as well. All right. And as you heard in the CBS correspondence piece, they pretty much stated that the Afghani people are upset that the United States is leaving. All right. This has been a 20 year war. All right. This is like another Vietnam. That's what it feels like as far as the length of time that they are upset that the United States military forces are leaving. However, they are more upset for the most part as far as for the Afghani government not doing their part to protect the citizens. And that's honestly a fair and valid feeling. You know what I'm saying? For the people, we can't sit here and say that their feelings are not valid. It makes absolute sense. Absolute sense. You know, but this is this is a, a pot that is, like I said before, bound to boil over. And it's boiling over pretty fast. Somebody needs to get to the kitchen immediately to turn the pot off because it's not looking good. It, it's really not. Now, here's the thing, right? The United States spent 20 years, trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars. Lives were lost, okay? The soldiers that did come home were very much so affected and never the same. And for what, for, for what, you know, it's just crazy to me because I don't know if we are surrendering somewhat art to the Taliban, would this be considered surrendering or forfeiting after 20 whole years? What, what is this? You know what I'm saying? This is, this is my, my take on it. You know what I'm saying? And I would love to have this discussion, you know, on, my YouTube channel. Um, and I probably will because I would love to get, you know, everyone's opinions of what exactly are we doing here? What exactly did we just spend 20 years and trillions of dollars and countless of lives doing here? You know, and you got to be careful when it comes to military because, you know, military seems to breed a uh, radical irrational behavior, especially in these soldiers that, um, fight in these wars and, you know, feel as though they made sacrifices. Um, Adolf Hitler, for example, was a, a, a exemplary individual in this sense where he fought in world war one. I don't know if a lot of people knew that or not, but Adolf Hitler did fight in World War I, and I believe that his deep-seated, rooted hatred 
and vitriol and anger stem from Germany pretty much forfeiting. All right. And he was in the thick of it. All right. He was getting gassed out. All right. Um, he was hospitalized due to his injuries. And when he woke up, he found out that Germany had pretty much succumbed and pretty much forfeited World War One. And his anger, because he felt like he gave so much to his country for his country to really bow out on some bitch ass shit. We're going to be real. Okay. I think bred the monster that we now know today, the fascist monster today, you know? So we, we have to look at these things from various nuances, you know, and really ask ourselves what just happened. What just happened for 20 years, you know? And like I said in the previous podcast, you know, you have these uh, militia groups, you have the Taliban out here literally terrorizing the state of Afghanistan. They're funneling drugs on a worldwide scale. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're known to be the biggest poppy growers in the world. All right. And we have this opium, uh, crisis going on. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just really a lot going on. And that's honestly something that people really need to know because they'll think that this stuff is only coming from Mexico or Colombia. No, no. You know, and it's just, it's just really honestly, really crazy, y'all. You know, this is kind of really just me giving my opinion on this, but this is not looking good. And from what I can see, this looks like it could be another Benghazi. It could be another Benghazi where people are going to get hurt and we're not going to be able to move fast enough. Not going to move fast enough, you know? Um, I hope that's not the case, but honestly speaking, the way things are going, I don't think we're going to all make it out in time. I don't think we're going to all make it out on time. And Joe Biden doesn't really want to speak too much on it anymore. Um, I think he's just trying to see and wait how this plays out. You know what I mean? But... <sighs> It's, it's just not looking good, yo. It's, it's really not. And it's going to be a lot of casualties of the Taliban, you know. And just because we're pulling out of Afghanistan does not mean that the Taliban does not have resources or could not have resources. All right? We definitely need to keep our guard up. And, um... This is this could be a messy situation, yo. This could be a messy situation, and the United States has some enemies. A lot of enemies and a lot of snakes that they trust right now, and they should not. But um, I'm definitely gonna bring this to my channel because I would love to have a conversation with you guys if you're from YouTube. Or if you don't follow me on YouTube, I highly suggest that you do so and subscribe to the channel. 
And I really want to get the perspective of the people and ask what exactly just happened here. You know, because I am I I don't know, maybe like I said, there's different nuances to this. And some people may feel as though the United States definitely has failed Afghanistan. And we just wasted a whole lot of money and a whole lot of lives and damaged a whole lot of families for nothing. But that's all I got for y'all on this one. Major shout out to you for making it all the way to the end. And as I stated, I will be keeping my ear to the streets on this story. All right, so stay tuned and make sure you are following me on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, wherever you were getting this from. That way, when the newest podcast comes up, you are in the know. All right? Take care. Love y'all. Peace.